Hello, this is Gary, and you're listening to Timeline Astrology. Hello, and welcome back to the Timeline Astrology podcast. Today, I thought I'd take a look at the subject of remedies in the Vedic chart. So remedies form a big part of a Vedic astrology reading because we can't just point out what the problems are in a chart, if there are any, without actually remedying it, without offering some advice on how somebody could overcome that or at least um, change their perception of that issue so that they can view it from another angle and make peace with that. The biggest lesson we have to learn really before we delve into any remedies and in traditionally there uh, may be gemstones or mantras reciting mantras for certain planets or fasting on a certain day or donating to certain people but before we do any of that we have to look at our chart and understand what's actually going on we have to understand the conflict what is it and then when we can understand something we can take the next step which is to accept that thing I know from my own perspective and my own life, when I have a challenge or a difficulty I'm facing and I'm not accepting, it's obviously more difficult because I'm not accepting it. But once I see it in the line above the planets at that time or in my birth chart and ripening at that time in my life, I can most certainly accept it more at that time. You know, I cannot argue with the placement of the planets. You know, that would be futile. So once I can see it in the chart, that's the remedy for me. I can accept that thing. But then you can take it another step further and work with remedial measures. So as I mentioned, these are traditionally mantras and gemstones and fasting and charity. But in a modern context, we could take it into even doing things in a practical way to help yourself, to turn around that situation, even just your perspective, looking at it from a different angle. So, for example, if somebody is having a challenging Saturn transit and it's in their sixth house by transit, for example, and Saturn in the sixth house would show some issues around health and Saturn creates some conflict there. Now, you can take that on board. And as the uh, teacher Gurdjieff used to teach his students, his followers in digging holes, he used to literally just get his followers to dig holes in wells for no other reason than to dig holes. And they had to observe that tendency in themselves to do this kind of work that had no real value in it other than for the work itself. So, for example, this is a Saturn lesson. A big Saturn lesson is to do the work for work's sake. If it's transiting through your sixth house, then you might have to take on board more health issues. So going to the gym would be a better way to experience the pain of Saturn than the pain of ill health. So by looking at your chart, you can actually turn it around and say, I want to do something purposefully to experience this pain in some way that's actually more beneficial for me, as opposed to a pain that's actually not helping me progress at all. So that's a very practical way of moving forward with a transit, for example. But another one that I was given very early on in my astrology studies by my teacher was that when you're experiencing a transit or a cycle in your life that is challenging, for example, maybe a Mars transit. And at the moment, Mars is very strong by transit, for example. So it's really hyped up and there's a lot of Mars angst going on in the world. 
if you're aware of that and you take it on board and you know in your chart where it's placed, you can actually purposely direct your energy at that area of your life and do something to counteract that angst. So if you're feeling tetchy and frustrated, you can get it out in a more positive way. And one way I was uh, told when I was first learning astrology is to actually maybe even look at that situation on a screen. That could be through a TV program, a movie, you could be playing a, a game online, whatever it is, but Mars is combat, it's war, and that's aggression. So if you're able to get it out of your system, as it were, by watching something on TV that's quite aggressive, is it not the case that when we're watching something on screen, we're actually experiencing that thing, and we're, we can sometimes experience that thing on the screen as if it were happening to us, just as it were happening to us. I mean, our nervous system doesn't know the difference. So if you're experiencing, for example, a Mars transit in a certain area that's really strongly impacting you and making you feel very angry, then watch something that actually get that out. You can experience that anger without lashing out at someone. Now, there are other many ways of doing that, of course. You can get out and exercise and go to the gym or go for a run, be by the sea to calm yourself down. All these things help with Mars to counteract it. But when the transit is saying something is asking for expression, you could also say that it needs to be expressed. So how you do that is up to you in many ways. Or if you don't, and this is a key thing and one that I tell clients all the time when they're experiencing a challenge in their life, if you can take on board this and do it more purposely, then you may not have to experience the negative expressions of these transits or cycles as you would otherwise. So this is really whether or not you believe in free will or not, or whether you believe your will is free, is really not the argument here. It's that you're doing something to at least have a sense of, of some control um, by doing these practical remedies. So that's how I would approach a remedy in a modern context. And you can take your, uh, you know, traditional remedies. You can wear gemstones, of course, if you are prescribed them correctly. You can chant mantras and you can fast on certain days for a certain planet if that's given to you, as well as doing charity. Now, charity is a key one because if you're having a problem in your own life, and we know this in a modern context, the new age concept of if you're having a problem in some area of your life, if you help the person or the, there's something in your life that's the problem, then it helps you in that area of your life. So for example, if you're having a problem with your finances and you want to make more money, by helping other people make more money, that helps you make more money. So what goes around comes around is you know the cliched response, but really that's true. The more you can help those out that are dealing with the same issues that you're dealing with. You know, we teach what we most need to learn, that concept of what you give out, you get back. So keeping the flow going is important in a very practical way. I hope this helps and I thank you for listening. Until next time.